All right, guys. Today, I am so pumped. I've been waiting to talk about this movie since it came out. I, 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 no, that is not how you start a podcast. Oh, my God, Rumi. When you start a podcast, you have to go like this. You have to be like, all right, guys, I got the real good scoop here. I'm not just a whistleblower. <laughs> I'm a blow the whistle. I'm, I'm not just whistling. No, I'm a whistleblower, but I'm not just whistling. You see, I know I got all the dirt on Apex. Like, fuck it. Uh. <laughs> Dude, this movie was fucking terrible. This movie was stupid. This movie was ridiculous. And it was fucking awesome. It was like one of the most fun movies I've seen. I was confused because you I texted me. You loved, loved it. it. And I was like, good, because I loved it too. But guys, we're talking about Godzilla vs. Kong. We're so pumped. We recorded an episode last week that's coming out after this. It's like, we're in this weird time travel world. We're talking about Godzilla vs. Kong. Hit us up on social media, Facebook, Instagram. Instagram and Twitter at LaunchpadPod and our website LaunchpadPod.com and I'm so pumped. That is not how podcasting is supposed to be. You're supposed to be a secret. You're not supposed to tell anybody what your name is or who you are. <laughs> you just tell them where you shop and what you buy so that they can find you immediately so a young girl in high school can immediately find, find you. Because apparently the government can't but this <laughs> but Eleven can. Fucking whistleblower. You're a whistleblower. Matt, she's a psychic. Come on. That's how she found him. Fair All right, here we go. Let's get the show on the road. <laughs> Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. All right, welcome to Launchpad Podcast. I'm Aaron. You should have said I'm Godzilla, and I would have said it. I'm Kong. <laughs> Damn it. Missed opportunities, man. I'm literally like so excited to talk about this. I watched it again this morning. Tail is wagging for sure. Woo. My big Godzilla tail is just swinging through the wind, knocking down buildings, killing thousands of people every time it does. Before we even like <laughs> dive into the film, I have to say, Rumi to Rumi, thank you so much for not spoiling anything. Not, I mean, there was some big things in this movie that could have been spoiled. It was hard. But like, that I don't want to know anything. And you didn't tell me anything. And you so rarely so don't hard. say anything. But I appreciate that you kept your mouth shut for like eight days, which is like monumental in roomy calendar. That's ridiculous. That's like, that's the equivalent of me not telling you what I got you for Christmas, your birthday, and a wedding anniversary all in one year. Like, oh, you basically... owe me a lot of wedding anniversary presents, by the way. Now that I think forgot about me last time that's why that's why we haven't been talking no it's it's this movie's great it's so fun it's fucking stupid Ridiculous. but right off the bat and and i had to the second i watched this movie i was like the people are particularly dumb this movie but i did post on social media i was like they are no dumber than the musicians children cartoonists military people um, seismologists, robot scientists, or time-traveling aliens from any of the other fucking Godzilla movies I've ever seen. But in the pantheon of stupid shit, they are up pretty high of stupid people. It's pretty people. dumb. And it's like, it, it's one of those things. And I think I can, to you, I think last time we recorded, I don't know when we aired, but I said Godzilla and Kaiju movies. We haven't movies, yet. It comes out next week. <laughs> Godzilla and Kaiju movies are like a porn. We're not watching it for the acting. You're not watching it for the plot. If you're watching a Godzilla movie, because of the human interaction, you're wasting your time. You're doing the entire experience incorrectly. 
And it's not one of those things that, like, objectively, everybody can look at art differently. It's like, no, if you're watching a Godzilla movie because you're watching the people yeah. parts, like, that's where you're invested, you're wrong. You're just watching you're wrong. that to get to the monster fight. It's like I watch an MMA fight to see the commercials in between. It's like, no, I'm watching it to watch people punch each other. That's the only, like, you don't tune in to see what the commentators have to say in between. They're filling time between people punching each other yeah. in the face. You're like, watch a porn, and you're like, I just want to see if that nurse helps that stud feel better. I you're hope like, he finds the right better. house to deliver that pizza to. <laughs> did you ever fix her cable? But wait, did the pool ever get cleaned? Yeah. Are you going to leave that Yelp review for his cable <laughs> fixing? Because I don't think he fixed the cable. That's a one-star review in my book. Yeah, you look satisfied now, but when you go to watch TV later... <laughs> <laughs> But let's, and you said it best when we talked about King of Monsters. You were like, the fact that the human plot is stupid and the humans act dumb, that's only better. Like, what you, what, like you just said, when do you ever have a Godzilla movie where the human plot is good and makes sense and worth it? You don't give a shit. In my yeah. mind, I think the best case scenario is that it's stupid because at yes. least you're laughing and it's fun. If it yeah. was like taking itself, like I thought um, the first Gareth Edwards Godzilla, the human plot was boring. Who cares? It wasn't funny. So also proximity. So oh, yeah, I'm yeah. bringing it up again. The, for sure. the Godzilla proximity ratio, mm. how close you are to the danger of Godzilla smashing shit and kaiju action is the amount that I care about what you're doing. So like in the Gareth Edwards one, they're like, we got this nuclear missile. It's on a train. I hope Godzilla doesn't show up. And they go, don't worry, he's in a different state. And I go, then why the fuck are we looking at you? Why the why in the world is the camera pointed in your direction if Godzilla isn't imminently close to smashing you? That was the thing. There's a lot of human bullshit in this, but most of the time you got it. You got kaiju smashing a hundred feet from you. Like mm. Godzilla's in the background fighting a mecha Godzilla. Cool, a mecha Grampzilla. Fucking cool. We'll get into that. Uh, the same thing with King of Monsters. King of the Monsters started off way slower, but like the monster fights were great, and most of the time, all of the action was derived from something happening around the monster fights. That's the best I can hope for in a disaster movie. I, I, you know, it is what it is. I did a lot of counting and numbers while watching the second time around. Like, I timed this thing out because I started thinking, which Godzilla movies have a high smash smash ratio to talk ratio mm. which godzilla's movies have the most talky talky bullshit so shin godzilla easily <sighs> so much talky talky but like i'm gonna have to go back and i'm gonna start this project and anybody who wants to help me with this project reach out to me hit us up on our social media like i said hit us up and say i'll watch a godzilla movie and come up with the ratio and we'll get into what the ratio is but this movie has some pretty long fights in it and yeah. some pretty big fight sequences and the last act even though there is some bullshit and some human stuff, they're like short between a couple of punches. So mm -hmm. it like breaks up the boring with pow, 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 pow. And you're like, okay, cool. Right off the bat, when the movie opens, I was like the first 30 seconds of the film, I was like, Matt's going to hate this. Yeah. <laughs> and spoiler alert, I did. I immediately was like, it better not be like this the whole movie. It opens with Kong, which is great. Immediately, he's right there and like he's just there. And I was like, great, terrible 50s music cue. That was the thing. The second it came in. Cutesy. Bobby Vinton came in with Over the Mountains and Across the Sea, which is a Bobby Vinton song from 1963. And I was like, Matt's going to hate this. Kong taking a shower. It reminds Matt of taking showers and he hates showers. He's like, no, I hate music. The second a song came in, I was like, man, it's going to hate this. It has music. If it was just soundtrack, 
I would have been fine. But the fact that it was self-reflexively being like, hey, it's funny because it's like about what he's doing. I was like, no, no, don't. <laughs> First of all, the last, and I, I can't get over this. The last time we saw Kong, he was a bad guy. Kong and Skull Island, in my opinion, was the bad guy. And he was not portrayed in a, a very sympathetic Kong-esque way. Now, right now, I'm like midway. You, you didn't finish the movie. I did. Yeah, you didn't finish the movie. I did. I finished it twice. And I, I'm i now on my third time watching it ever. And I still feel that He's way. a good guy in that movie. The army guys are the bad guys. The army guys are the worst guys. But there's King Kong is not made like he is in the other movies, including Kong vs. Godzilla, or Godzilla vs. Kong. To, you're supposed to be empathetic and sympathetic with him. You're Here's a question. So bad for him. Does Kong Skull Island, is that the new timeline or just like in this movie does he remember Fay Ray like where are we in that timeline did they just say forget that time he climbed the Empire State Building and got shot with planes that's a different Spider-Verse oh I guess because Gareth Ed- well Gareth Edwards is not a sequel to 1954 Godzilla is it no it's a new it's one it's its right? own thing I think that I think the legacy Monsterverse is tight is its own thing is its own thing I think yeah okay that's fair that's fair but I, I was gonna be like wait a second does he remember Fay Ray like hey remember that time those airplanes shot me down he does remember it, but it's kind of like uh, like your high school girlfriends. Like you remember like the highlights and the down parts, but you don't remember like all of it. You're like, really went bowling? I don't remember that. Like that's how <laughs> he's like New York City. I don't remember that. <laughs> he's like, I remember like, not liking heights or planes, but did we go to? I don't remember why. <laughs> I, think I remember being in a theater. Did we go see a show? I remember good pizza. <laughs> Did we see a riot in Times Square? I think I remember that. Uh, 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 Matt and I saw a riot in Times Square once. Did you take a trade? Yeah, I know. Did you take a trade? Did you take the Fungwa bus? (laughs) So immediately I was like, Matt's going to hate this. I hope this movie comes back. And about 10 minutes in, see, I clocked a lot of this. Mm -hmm. 10 minutes in, we get some Godzilla action, which is okay. It's a nice teaser. And it was like, I was like, good. You know, Godzilla's smashing some shit, but this podcaster's sneaking in and everyone's complaining about the podcaster and his little Scooby-Doo shit team. Yeah. They are fucking stupid. I get it. But Matt. Loved it. As two podcasters ourselves, you think we could sneak into a top secret facility and find us a mega Godzilla? Fuck yes. Right? And I think it would look exactly the same. We would think we were being covert. Anybody watching us would be like, this is boring and or funny. Like, stupid. Like, Scooby-Doo is great. I didn't think of that. But yeah, the whole... That whole plot or subplot, as 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 necessary as it was for the entire film, blah, it was hysterical and it was like very cartoony. Boop, 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 yeah, boop. everywhere they sneak in, and I feel like there's guys on video camera, like watching like a uh, security cameras, being like, "Look at these two idiots! How yeah. far should we let them go?" It's like, "Keep going! This is this is the best thing we're getting all it's day." Like Security wise, we should stop them, right? You're like, no, because they're headed to the Mechagodzilla Bone Crusher pit. They'll probably get killed in there. Let's just let it go. Yeah, let's just see what happens. Yeah, exactly. I feel like they would just let us get all the way. And then the fact that we get past the bone crusher pit, that's when they're like, oh, fuck, we, we, oh, we're going to lose our jobs. Everybody I talk to, like Greg Nicotero is a huge Godzilla fan. And he and I've been, he's been like the podcasting stuff where they tried to sneak in to the base and nobody caught them was offensively stupid. And I was like, you're not wrong, mm-hmm. but as an offensively stupid podcaster, <laughs> I, 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 I think we could do it. I think I could do it. It's ridiculous. But so we get 10 minutes of Godzilla action and then there's 20 minutes before the battle of the boat, as I like to call it. That 20 minutes was rough, dog. I'm on board because that 20 minutes you get the uh, Elon Musk guy who owns this cybernetics corporation, which if you've looked at a computer related to Godzilla in the last couple months, you've already heard Mechagodzilla is going to pop up. We're talking about cybernetics 17 minutes into the movie. Not even. Yeah. So we saw the eye. Yeah. We knew the eye was coming. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. like even that and the movie with like that podcaster guy, he does this whole he infiltrates the base, 
He does this whole thing where he gets some guy away from his station so he can hack his computer. But he's verbalizing, like monologuing everything. He's like, secret, secret cell structure. What's this? What's this sub-basement 23? You're like, just the fact that you're looking at something that says sub-basement 23, I'm going to assume you don't know what that is. You don't need to verbally out loud say, what is sub-basement 23? Anyway. Well, I feel like filmmaker, no producers have gotten to the point where they don't think the audience understands the things they see. Right. And it's like, if you saw on a computer screen, a close-up, an insert shot, there's like sub-basement 23, and you just cut to the podcaster being like, hmm, I get it. Because in my own head as an audience member, I'm going, what's sub-basement 23? And that's the thing is like, it's okay to think that. We haven't been explained any of that. And we know he snuck into there to get information. If I saw him do something I didn't understand, I would assume he was getting the information that he's already told us he's going to get, right? Yeah. You lay out a Chekhov's gun. I don't need somebody to go like, look at the gun on the wall. Mm -hmm. Hope that doesn't show up in Act 3. Like, come on. (laughs) Godzilla smashing that shit, though, was cool. And he looks badass. He looks aggressive. The first thing I noticed, I was like, oh, that's Mechagodzilla. Because look, he he looked a little bit different than the last time I saw him. I felt like, I thought he was moving way faster and looked way like... Just he more way aggro. Fast. And I thought he was like, oh, that's a, that's going to be a different monster, whatever that is. It's different. As an aggro, I wish there was like a 300 foot tall Steve Orrin. Crikey, mate. This is a Gojira. He's coming in all aggro. So somebody I read is, is like, this is just one giant axe commercial about like all these like me- mega bros being like, no, I'm the alpha bro. No, bro. I'm the alpha bro, bro. Popping collars and shit and just like taking their shirts off at a party and be like, who wants to go? Who wants to go? Come get some. I'm ready to go. Throw down, bro. That's the whole point of this movie is it's all about who's the alpha titan. Whatever. It's fine. I got to see monsters fight. And they fight. say so, that so many times. Yeah. So they they introduce this like stupid fucking plot of like Hollow Earth, which I hate because I hate conspiracy oh, theories. Like, no. Love it. Love it. Well, you were into it? Well, I love it just because it's it, it they 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 enter this idea into the plot and into the audience by it's like museum after hours. There's like yeah. a dejected professor in the basement, and Who Elon sucks Musk, horrible like, character. Elon Musk comes in and is like, "Hey, I'm also a Hollow Earth believer, and you did a good job. Sorry, your brother died in the Hollow Earth." And he's like, and then I'm like, "Wait, was that the last movie, or is that? Yeah, did I miss like, something? What?" And I was like, "It doesn't matter." I was about to rewind, and my wife was like, "Stop, just watch the movie." I was like, "Okay." Like, and then the then the podcaster looked in and he was like, how did your brother die? I was like, no, you don't need to tell me that. I just, I'll trust you. If I need to know it, tell me. <laughs> and then they're like, uh, there's fucking reverse gravity in Earth and it it pulls you inside down and it'll fuck you up. And I'm like, okay, sure. And then they're, they, they're showing them all these maps and stuff on the on the, the Minority Report aqua-colored future high, uh, hologram <laughs> screens. I'm sure, on board. Sure. That's, yeah, like, you know, they were like, this is, is, it's hypocritical of me. When Independence Day was like, we're going to Area 51, I was like, fucking cool and the way they showed that conspiracy theory like play out in a real life scenario for the movie fucking cool but this people actually believe that there's a hollow earth I'm a believer now I didn't believe Uh. at first (laughs) but now I do like where else are all the titans coming from Aaron well, I'm excited because I feel like it sets up a monster island thing. So maybe we can get a destroy all monsters fight inside mm. the hollow earth, middle earth, whatever, some hobbits. I don't <laughs> give a shit, but like, okay, fine. But it's a long time to be spitting some bullshit and not have any kaiju action. In that specific theme, they're like explaining, they're just expositioning the shit out of everything to him and yeah. to us. And they're like, he's like, you can't go in there because of all the gravity. And they're like, I know, but we made these super cool hollow earth uh, vehicles and they're called hollow earth aerial vehicles. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, even they made a graphic that said H-E-A-V under the graphic of the vehicle just so like you yes. could see it. And I remember being like, how much of your budget went to that name? You know, they're like, uh, we'll call it something later. But right now it's the heave. You're going to have to remind me his little his little silhouette is on my shirt somewhere. What is the Godzilla creature? I think it's from Space Godzilla that has the drill for a nose. You know what oh, I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, 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 yeah. I got a Godzilla shirt on too. It's got every uh, he's on there somewhere. Yeah. What's he's actually name? from a different film franchise or his own. But film. he's popped up in Godzilla. A yeah, few he's times, been right? in one. He's one of those like Toho reused him for shits. He was the first boss in the Nintendo Godzilla game. Moguera. Mo- yeah, yeah. M-O-G-U-E-R-A. Here was a big missed opportunity. You can't feed him after midnight. <laughs> <laughs> this was a big missed opportunity to have that be like a nod with a drill thing going sure, through yeah, the earth. Yeah, like, yeah. come on, big miss, guys. But okay, fine, whatever. So he, they're like, we'll get you there, but we need like King Kong to somehow come back into the story. So what do you got? He's like, I'm going to go find this Kong lady I know. So he's like, yo, let me use your monkey. Let me borrow your ape for a little bit. And they're like, cool. And they allow it to happen. And mm-hmm. the little girl pops up and she's deaf and she's adorable. She's an amazing actress. She's great. It's another magical child with mm-hmm. disabilities, which I hate. But in this movie... <laughs> She is the most tolerable. She's the best actress. That's not a that's not a kaiju. Yeah, she's the most tolerable child we have, and she's better than the like child hacker we get later, which also gets stuffed. Which I thought that was hilarious. And at least she didn't talk. Yeah, at least she had nothing to say. Um, she's great. She is the best actress in the whole movie. You know, thank God for her. Mm-hmm. Which you know, sometimes you have to eat your words. And I apologize. I will not apologize to any other child actor, magical <laughs> disabled child, except for her. She did a good job. What well, is a stupid thing? And it, I also take that as insulting because like you don't really need her as a plot element you could have written that differently but that's so that every child watching that movie is like I wish I could talk to King Kong I'll go to Target and buy the toys and it's like the kids are gonna <laughs> want the fucking toys anyway you know what I mean it just it seems so like, as an adult I'm definitely I feel condescended to for that reason like to put that character there for that reason I'm like I fucking six seven eight year old me would have loved that movie my son will love that movie when we watch it for sure yeah he doesn't need a kid in there there to like as a role to literally put himself in but anyway yeah i don't need adults i don't need any human beings i connect with the fucking monkey because <laughs> ape i'm sorry king kong i connect with the ape because he's very empathetic you could have an entire movie without any of these people and just be like king kong's like i don't want to i don't want to fight but i got to to protect my land whatever he was so empathetic in this movie and so much emotion but like we find out that he and the girl could communicate and he coco kittens that shit he's like coco want a kitten and i want to go home and i was like that's cool and i got a little choked up at that moment when i realized that like like he could talk and Did communicate. You? I was like, oh, I thought shit. that was a cool thing. However, the woman, the scientist, the who scientist brags on a prior scene that she's been studying him for 10 years. Yeah. She missed that. He's yeah. 335 feet tall and she never saw him sign in 10 years. Now, I was talking about this with my friend Lauren, and she yeah. brought up an even better fact that that woman is a double failure because she failed at her job and her child, her adopted daughter, was the other half of that equation. So she didn't know what was going on at work or with her daughter. The magazine cover was like the Kong whisper. I'm like, no, 
the daughter is the yeah, Kong Whisperer. Yeah. She doesn't know shit. So my friend Lauren was like, that woman failed on two counts. She's terrible at her job and she's a terrible mother. Like, can you imagine walking in your son's room or daughter's room and finding drugs and you're like, oh my God, I didn't know. Can you imagine if your daughter was communicating with a 300 tall, 300 foot tall ape and yeah. it was your job to study yeah. that ape and you didn't know? So fucking stupid. And as we see multiple times later in this movie, she's a terrible mother because at no point in this movie does she say no me and my daughter are going to sit this part of the adventure nope. out to keep my daughter safe they go on the heaves they bring her into the battle. I'm just going to take, yeah, I'm going to take her to Middle Earth. We're like, let's just go. You know, I heard people died the last time I did this. It's cool now. Let's just bring it. And then like, oh, hey, giant battle. Let's go right up next to that battle and watch. Like, You wouldn't bring Sammy? No. Oh, I'd bring Ken. As much as I want to see a Godzilla fight, a, 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 a King Kong, I'm not going to take my kid ringside, okay? Even if it makes sorry. you couldn't see it. Like, it's not like you could put Sammy somewhere safe and then you go see it. It's going to cost you your your opportunity to see it. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Say that again. Do I get to put make Sammy safe and then go see it? No. No, then obviously not. That puts my child in danger, which is the whole point of being an oh, adult. You're just a, a weak father because I know I could take King Kong and Godzilla, so I would just hold Kent. Oh, eat balls. Hold, no, hold, no. I would just hold him tight. Ah, eat balls. It's like when I took a girlfriend to an ICP concert once. Like, I protected <laughs> her. It's the same idea. I have protected my wife at a Dropkick Murphys concert. <laughs> So maybe. How about a maybe? But like that's not that's not the smart adult choice. That's the you know, the sure. real adult yeah, yeah, choice yeah. is like, you know, you resenting them for years afterwards. You're like, I could have seen him go into a fight. Yeah. <laughs> like and like the kid's like, but I'm alive, daddy, and you're like yeah, I guess. And the kid's just annoying. Like you're, always, you always second guess the decision. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then at 38 minutes exactly, mm -hmm. we get the battle of the boat, which is the first fight. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at this from an MMA perspective, man. We're talking like Vegas Sports Authority rules. This is the first fight, the first bout, and holy shit, we get a 10 minute Godzilla fight, mm -hmm. and it is fucking great. It's cool. I like it. I like that immediately Godzilla has the upper hand. Because Kong is physically chained, but also they're fighting way out of King Kong's element, right? Yeah. He is standing on a boat numerous times, sometimes chained to a boat that's sinking, whereas yes. Godzilla is amphibious. So at he's home, swimming water, like a motherfucker. Right? And we don't know if Godzilla can breathe water or not, but like either way, he's comfortable in the water. Kong, he's is good not. with it. They built this ridiculous like containment unit on Kong Skull Island, uh, like a whole like Madison Square Garden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys couldn't come up with some more sci-fi shit to carry. Kong around because twice in this movie they're like let's just put him on a boat and it's like wait you didn't have a better containment unit than boat and they're like nope there's a gigantic like underground science facility for Mechagodzilla and you guys couldn't come up with a better way to transport King Kong later they're like let's just get like seven helicopters and fly right. him around which is a callback <laughs> to the first uh, King Kong versus Godzilla from the 60s because they did yeah. that they just carried him in a net but like and we're, we'll jump ahead for a quick second if carrying him by helicopter net was an option why are we on boats to begin with when we know there's a whole conversation about Godzilla swimming in those waters and they're like oh we purposely charted a course where he's not normally around and it's like um, bullshit if you could have just helicoptered him why didn't you just helicopter him first of all helicopters are faster than boats right like period my guess is the helicopters need more fuel to go across the ocean okay. like that maybe maybe did you catch the jaws reference i did but i don't remember what it was godzilla's swimming in the ocean and he smashes oh, yeah, the yeah, boats when, like when a motherfucker caught by the boat and and the boat's anchor grabs onto him and we see the boat coming towards him and then the boat goes underwater and i was like jaws reference so yeah. fucking cool yeah, yeah it's like it's the barrels reference from Jaws but with boats and like as the boat when the boat zips past like little people are like Aah. 
which is awesome underwater. So cool. It was fun. And it's definitely like, it's not, if you and I were making that movie, fighting in the ocean would not have been what I had thought of. And it certainly would not have been the first thing I thought of. Yeah. So it was cool that I was like, okay, like I didn't know what was going to happen in that scene. Like it's almost like the last fight scene was more what I would have figured it would be rather than this one. So it was cool. And I do like, it was a good idea structurally to put Kong, the kaiju that we're supposed to identify and, and root for, to put him at a disadvantage going in, right? Because then mm-hmm. it heightens the suspense of that encounter. And he gets his ass pretty kicked. I mean, he does a good job. He gets, he his, gets his ass, ass kicked so hard. He gets KO'd, like straight up past the fuck out. He gets KO'd so hard that his corner goes, okay, we should play dead yeah, too. Pretend. And they all, yeah, <laughs> they all play dead. I love the idea that Godzilla instinctually senses that he, that Kong is another alpha and that he needs to establish dominance. So he goes over there, fights him a little bit. He's like, uh, he looks, he looks pretty dead from here. I'll go home. Those ships just <laughs> turned off. That's all I needed to do. Like if, if Apex, the, 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 the cybernetic place that was making Mecha Godzilla, if they had just turned the lights off at the beginning of the movie, Godzilla wouldn't have destroyed their shit and he would have went home like, yeah shh. pretty much they're like looking in the mirror and in the window like a like a jehovah's witness and be like i guess nobody's home <laughs> <laughs> i mean i've done both i've i've hid from jehovah's witnesses and i've also told them to straight fuck off but uh, oh, neither saying, work you launched f-16s at them <laughs> <laughs> i shot them with depth charges and they all played dead and it worked out great i threw an axe at them <laughs> And they caught it in their mouth (laughs) and threw it back at me. So then we have about like 15 minutes of like Middle Earth bullshit. And like, at least it's something I've never seen before. But like, that was that was another 15 minutes of like, oh boy, how long are we going to be in here? And there better be something cool. And at exactly one hour, 15 minutes into the Middle Earth bullshit, they're like, I guess he needs to kill a wing flying snake. And he just just destroys it in like a minute flat. Mm And drinks from its skull. He's like, nom, 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 which was cool. Now, in this part, if you guys haven't seen the movie yet, after the big Godzilla fight in the water, they helicopter, they're like, well, is Godzilla, they're like, is King Kong afraid of heights? And then it cuts to him being flown in an in net. They drop him in the snow. He's not happy. And you know that because he looks at the camera like this. Oh, be sad baby face. And I'm like, you didn't need to do that. There's numerous times where he looks at the camera and he's like, whoop, whoop. And you're like, I know you're like, come on. Just like show him acting like a bunkie. And I'd be like, oh, he's upset. But they're like, no, look right at the camera and mug. And King Kong was like, okay. <laughs> you're not going to use this in the film, right? This is just as like, <laughs> this is for an outtake reel or a gag reel. And, and they're like, no, no, no. Just scream, no. Yeah. Just like Darth Vader. It's, it's very on the nose <laughs> acting by King Kong. But. They're at this like Arctic facility and there's a hole going into the ground and it's like a robot butthole. And they're like, this will take us into the, 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 the hollow earth. Now, they try to trick Kong to go in. The part that I don't get is this idea involving Kong was originally broached as we'll follow him. He can lead us there. You already had a hole like you built into there. So why, what do you need King Kong for? And then again, I was talking to my friend Lauren, they eventually trick him into the hole and he's swinging in the hole, which gorillas cannot do. And I know he's not a gorilla, but gorillas cannot swing because of their shoulders. They're different. He is a gorilla. He is a gorilla. I mean, he's, well, he's I mean, King Kong. But I mean, you're yeah. saying he's like a, a, you know, a different kaiju got gorilla. He's, that's he's monkey swinging. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's he's doing between a monkey and an ape. Monkeys can swing. Gorillas cannot. Mm. Did you know that? True. And monkeys don't, monkeys have tails. Gor- apes don't have tails. They just right, like right, right. Little butthole. Definitely monkeys. an ape. But yeah. he's swinging. Okay, fine. I don't understand what creature he actually is. Then he like misses a handhold and falls into this hole and they follow him. And my friend Lauren was like, they wanted to follow the monkey and then he just started to 
fall. So we pretty much just went down. How do you, like, what did you need to follow there? I mean, I guess then when he went to Middle Earth, he then found that giant room where he needed a break and he sat down. They knew where he needed to go, but they needed to follow him once he got into the the Middle Earth. And they needed to... They needed to follow him to Sauron so he could throw the ring in the, in the <laughs> volcano and walk back. I think that's where they needed to follow him because he's, he's looking for the power signature that's apparently... Sure, sure. Yeah, you know, and he's going to get there for the power. And I don't know why um, the Hollow Earth Professor guy... I understand why the bad guy corporation needs the energy power, but why does Professor need the power? I don't know. Anyway, so they get there and it's all floating rocks and there's some like flying snakes that he tears up and, you know, he's he, the, you know, gravity's all weird. So there's like as above, so below, upside down, downside sh- up shit. And it's... It's cool. And then he finds evidence that there were other Kongs there that fought other Godzillas. And you're like, okay, that's cool too. Can I just say one thing about that sequence? Did you feel at that point that a lot of the movie was envisioned as a universal ride? Like, oh, this... In this scene, it'll be great because if we have it go like this... You're in one of those motion rides. It's yeah. like, whoa. And it was, it very much felt like that. More so when they escape Hollow Earth, but yes, absolutely. It was very much like, okay, in this scene and in this fight, like it's very, especially if you've ever been at the the Universal, um, the, the, the Peter Jackson's Universal King Kong ride. Yeah. That's like a 4D experience, which is super fucking cool. Um, it was very much Really like, cool, oh, you, but really short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like really much like, okay, that's what this is going to be like this does feel like universal ride for sure and especially a little bit later when they bust out and like are flying around hong kong almost hitting godzillas and flying through buildings absolutely 100 he's in this in the middle earth king kong's in this thing he finds a a golden axe or an axe that's made out of godzilla's spiky back yeah and And it it glows it glows and then he puts it on the floor to like make the rest of the floor light up and the, the the terrible Professor Doctor, not Professor, I guess, but the terrible scientist doctor whose job it was to study giant King Kongs goes mm-hmm. it's glowing because of all the radiation. You're like, what the fuck do you know about radiation? You're a god, you're a King Kong studier, and you're not even good at that. And also, you've brought your daughter that close to radiation. <laughs> she is melting right now with no helmets. None of them had helmets or anything on. Hold my hand, honey, and then she looks down. It's just like just the hand. <laughs> Everything else is just melted off. Hand. How did you feel about the the Godzilla spike axe? Are you were you on board with that? I don't want that. You notice it like if they'd consulted me, I would have said no, he doesn't need it. But also, it's pretty fucking cool in a way. If it you're is cool. that's stupid. It's almost like um whatever the most serious Godzilla King Kong film you can think of. Like it obviously wouldn't have worked in King Kong 33, like the first one, right? It sure. wouldn't have worked. It would have felt out of place. Like it's almost like if you think of Godzilla movies, like if you think of like um giant monsters all out attack, which is one of my favorites, yeah. very serious. Godzilla would not hold an axe in that one. But I can see Godzilla holding an axe in Megalon. You know what I mean? Like, it fits that sure. movie better. Him holding an axe, and I know we're talking about King Kong, but Godzilla has more movies. King Kong holding an axe in this made sense, because the rest of the movie was like, ah, you know? <laughs> whatever. And it was cool. It was like, fucking cool. And also, he fucking got cool. his ass thrashed. So like, you're like, yeah. okay, he maybe he needs, like, you know, again. He's going to bring the switch. Like He's going to bring a knife to the Godzilla fight, yeah, for so sure. So I'm like, okay, I you know what? Fine. Let's let's roll with it. And you're going to make it fun for me? Okay, fine. I'll, I'll give you yeah. that. Does he get to use it, or does he lose it three minutes in the fight? Anyway. <laughs> So we cut back to the to the Scooby-Doo team sneaking around and they find they're in this like giant underground facility with underground tunnels all across the world and they find Mechagodzilla and it turns out it's King Ghidorah's skull is a psychic neural network to 
control through like wearing a helmet and you're like fighting you Pacific rim it by yourself yeah you don't have to mind meld anybody exactly because you're mind melding with King Ghidorah cool I mean cool shine yeah they said that and they started to explain it I was like oh and they had the severed head at the end of King and I was like that doesn't make sense and is also unnecessary but like fuck it I don't care it doesn't matter I didn't care about that part them sneaking in was stupid enough that I was like all right giant Ghidorah skull that looked like it was a prop out of like a laser tag arena it was like all all black light shit I I want that in my room can I have that in my house like fucking cool I feel like you and I could make a better one though it just looked very much like uh like you know like a like spray foam and then just spray foam and carved yeah and then covered with a shellac yeah it looked really (laughs) shiny um it was super techno it was absolutely and they made a joke about it which I kind of like that they're like this looks like it's out of like some sort of club and we find that you know Mechagodzilla is a badass I love that Mechagodzilla is in the movie Mm -hmm. I love Mechagodzilla I did not like his design I agree let's talk about like I know we Gramzilla. Had, we you yeah, you told me about one thing you don't like, but let's talk about the things that we didn't like about it. What 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 was so, the main thing? What's Gramzilla? Gramzilla Mecha Godzilla doesn't have any teeth. Like he has ridges that I could see them being like, look, he's got teeth. No, they look like his gut his he's taken out his his dentures, and those are like the lines of his face because he's like, Oh hey Shunny, you want a lollipop? And he looks like he's gumming at everything. It's, I don't like that. He's way too boxy. His arms and legs are interchangeable with, which I, you know, as a, as like a design standpoint, I understand why they're like, oh, he's modular. It doesn't look good. Like his, his arms needed to be distinctly arms. And his legs needed to be distinctly legs. He was way too boxy. They were just like, box? And then another box. And now he has pincher claws. And I was like, okay. The back stuff I liked. I liked the ridges and the red shit. And the tail had a blade on it. That was cool. But I just I didn't love the design. There's there's way better Godzilla, Mecha Godzilla designs out there. You know what I think it was? In my opinion, it'll be interesting to see maybe like when the DVD comes out, if there's special features about the design process. Yeah. It was very close to a lot of design elements in... this version of Godzilla but it was like it was so close but it wasn't exact so it was not Godzilla and there's a lot of things about it that don't look or feel like that Godzilla but it also wasn't far far enough away I think it was in the middle so I think you either needed to move it far from the actual design like if you think of the original cosmic monster the original Godzilla Mecha Godzilla versus Godzilla the fact that they're bipedal Tyrannosaurus type things with tails is really the only similarity right the faces don't look the same the body proportions don't look the same the hand design doesn't look the same so it's a different thing when you make it something that's very close like that same cosmic monster before he's his skin gets pulled off he looks just like Godzilla right with a couple little metal things once he starts getting terminated okay I'm on board with that because it's very close I think this was like let's make it look kind of like Godzilla and then you're like well why didn't you either make it look like Godzilla or not make it look like Godzilla here's another thing I think about it is like when you look at the original Mecha Godzilla and you look at like I don't know like Gundam Wing or mm-hmm. Macross or something like that. Like you look at anime and how cool their designs are. They did not get an anime designer to design Mechagodzilla. Sure. I feel like well, I yeah. feel this is like this is a very like practical like arm army Mechagodzilla. Like I don't know, but it feels very um kind of basic. It doesn't feel it doesn't feel like Apple designed it. It doesn't feel like mm. 
Yeah. Somebody who watches anime designed it. It felt like it was, I don't know, a construction piece of construction equipment with a lot of extra pieces tied on. Like the back looked anime, but like just the, he's sure. too bulky in the wrong I places. I didn't mind that. I know what you're saying. I didn't mind because it looked practical. It didn't look cool. It looked like, yeah. what would it, you know, it was almost like an engineer designed it, right? Not like yes. a movie person, but like an engineer. Yeah. How would you make this yeah. work? Which I don't mind. But again, it was like, they were like, make this kind of look like Godzilla. And I wish it either looked like Godzilla or didn't. Which is why the arms and the legs legs are interchangeable that's very practical like oh it doesn't matter what his legs and yeah. arms look like you know they can the design be the, of the arms and the legs i noticed they're just he, real boxes they're just boxes when you look at godzilla's design the gareth edward godzilla the thing that i like the most he's very hippie like his mm-hmm. hips and waist are big he's like which, smoking pot and he's like well, yeah, yeah bro it's a piece bro <laughs> oh man oh this is kicking in bus, uh, <laughs> no, like, his, his hips are wide and that's a big suit thing like men in like uh you know performers in creature suits the suits are big so i feel like that design hearkened to that even though it was not a, like a man in a suit it looked and felt that way it moved that way this design was aw- aw- uh, opposite it was very um like peck and shoulder heavy and skinny hips which yes. i guess could be yes. cool like to me i noticed it immediately and i was like it's the inverse of godzilla and i was like design wise aesthetically is that cool and i was like no i don't like how it looks yeah, I, I like that he's in the movie. Again, don't take him out. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Keep, like, our, our listeners listening being like, oh, did you hear? Because <laughs> they talk to each other. Like, did you hear the Rocketeers do a review? Yeah, they did not like Mechagodzilla. <laughs> <laughs> what didn't they like about it? Well, they didn't like, like how he looked and he doesn't have teeth. And it, was like, I, I, it was a bitching movie with like cool fights. I don't know what they were complaining about. Yeah, what are, <laughs> fuck those guys. Fuck those guys. Uh, they, had, they spent like 10 minutes talking about his hips. <laughs> But he fucked up some of those bone crawlers. That mm-hmm. was cool. Yeah. Just oh, ripped him in half. Oh, it was so cool. Um, the podcasters get away and sneak all the way into the main control room. I thought room. that was very much like the Ugh. droid factory scene in episode two, where it's like yes. Padme yeah. is like jumping through robot arms, you know, zapping her with lasers. And you're like, get the fuck out of here. It's like all so this stuff is dumb. happening. They're not getting killed. And Elon Musk is like watching them or he's like yeah. watching the demonstration and he doesn't see three morons running around. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know what? I don't give a shit. If that's the world you're crafting and it's funny, it's fun, man. I'm on board. I thought it was great. So at an hour and 16 minutes, like five minutes later, Godzilla gets to Hong Kong and he's like, I smell a Kong. Where is he? Where's Where's this other kaiju I got to fuck up? And we get some good classic Godzilla action where he's smashing through a city and we're low. We're in the crowds of people running. Everybody's freaking out. Everybody's taking pictures. He's he's just stomping through the city. And this is the last part of this movie that I felt like took a classic Godzilla lens, which is low to show the scope. Mm. Even on the bite on, on the boat fight, the battle of the boat, there was the angles felt like from a human perspective or from an airplane's perspective. Mm-hmm. But then th- this is the last moment because after this, it just becomes like like some of the, the middle Showa era where it's just like a very flat side third person out of the profile. Action. Yeah, where you just see them fighting at the same height and it, it you lose the scale. This is the last time we feel the scope of the scale as, as being large because we're within oh, the city from a human perspective, which I thought was weird. Um, so now we're getting into the second fight, which I call the Hong Kong Clash, because here's the thing. Fights, when they change location, are counted as a new fight. Okay? I want to bring that up and make it clear, because <laughs> the characters in this movie don't even know how to... They obviously don't understand fights or rules or sports or anything. So Godzilla gets to Hong Kong. Do you and- know how you guys always tune into the Launchpad podcast to hear about sports rules? Yeah, <laughs> you know exactly. How, how we're your go-to for athletic 
<laughs> so Godzilla's like, wait, he's under my feet and starts like laser blasting into the ground all the way to, to hollow earth, like straight through into the center of the earth and sm- almost hits Kong. Everybody down in Kong land is like, oh shit. Kong's smashing some shit up. He crushes some bad guys, kills the corporate people. Okay. A bunch of bat monsters show up. We didn't They're even cool. mention the corporate people till now. There was like a corporate people with the Kong contingent for no real reason other than that she was hot dibs. Pretty much. I mean, <laughs> yeah. pretty much. She's dead. You, you, she's flat and smushed now and eaten by bats. And blown up. She got blown up. But yeah. She got blown up real good. So then... Kong has his axe and he crawls out of Middle Earth, which before they had to go through the laser butthole which of gravity, which I didn't mm. understand. Now they didn't. He just climbs right the fuck out. And we get into what I call the Hong Kong clash at an hour and 22 minutes in. And this is a four minute fight, which is great. It's a good throwing him into buildings, mm-hmm. hitting him with the axe. One of my favorite points is he grabs the axe and shoves it in his mouth. And it's an homage to the original Godzilla vs. Yeah. Kong where he grabs a tree and shoves yep. it in his mouth. He also tries to do the, the jaws a couple times where he tries to rip the jaws open. My yeah. favorite thing about this fight is there's a lot of what I would call like gun foo where Godzilla is trying to atomic breath him, but he keeps rolling around him, getting too close for him to use it and moving his head or jamming something in his mouth, which is cool because yeah. it shows the evolution. Like now he knows that that's a, that's a tactic Godzilla could use. So Kong is trying to to keep him from doing that. But also it's like if you were an unarmed, if you had no gun and your opponent had a gun, you would try to get in that arc, right? You would try to get next to that person and control that gun so that they couldn't shoot you. And that's what Kong keeps doing is keep grabbing Godzilla's face and head and trying to keep that breath closed, that breath out or that mouth closed, which I thought was like pretty cool because Godzilla in this fight tries to use it a lot. Kong's using the environment to his advantage. He's yeah. swinging off of buildings. He's climbing up buildings, jumping mm-hmm. big axe jumps onto it. Now, I had to look this up because they destroy quite a few buildings. They're <laughs> fucking Hong Kong up. Hong Kong has 7.5 million people living there. Mm-hmm. Let's just throw out a callous number of how many people you think <laughs> die in the third act of this movie as they're destroying no less than 30 or 40 buildings a third right 7.5 million people hundreds of thousands of people are dead and they play this like whole thing is like fuck yeah beat him up kong and everybody's like all Mm -hmm. pumped about it and like he is smashing the shit out of this place so kong gets trashed I i take that back kong basically beats godzilla by throwing him into a building just as our like stupid middle earth people pop out and they they fly out. They almost hit Kong. They almost hit Godzilla. Godzilla grabs the universal uh, King, ride. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa! Godzilla grabs the the axe, throws it at Kong. Kong grabs Godzilla and throws him into a building so hard that Godzilla goes down. And the dumb guy inside the um the dumb guy inside the 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 herb. What do we heave? He goes round two goes to Kong is what he says. No, you asshole. We're in a new fight. That was round one. Round one of fight two goes to Kong. (laughs) Then the bell rings and Godzilla gets the fuck up and just rages. About two minutes into the second round of fight two, he beats the shit out of Kong and is like, stay down, bitch. And Kong taps out. Taps out. I didn't take it as a tap out because that you're talking about. So it gets to the point where like like Rumi says, Godzilla gets up and 
fucks Kong up yeah. and gets Kong on his back and he stands on him and he's got a yep. foot on him and he leans down and he roars <sighs> in his face and Kong is pinned. Kong has got his ass kicked. He cannot get up and Kong roars back right in his face. I took that as Godzilla being like, submit, bitch. And Kong was like, no. And Godzilla leans over and is like, you can't even get up. It doesn't matter if you submit. I won. And he gets off of him and starts to walk away, right? Yeah, but that's basically a tap out. Like, he's done. He's not. It, do you, would See, you well, say it's a tap out or a KO? I, I, it's a, I, I guess it's a victory on a, a technicality because it's like there's times yeah. where two, the, the, two, the two boxers, the two fighters don't have a victory in and of themselves. They tally points. And in that in this fight, Godzilla had all the points. And like King well, Kong. Was but Kong not, can't even get up. He can't even get up. Well, he couldn't get up. He couldn't get up when uh, Godzilla was on his chest. Wasn't that the one where he he gets up like an old man? And literally, I saw him. He gets up on one knee. And he puts his hand on a, a smash building and he picks himself up. I was like, oh, you're right. And then he falls backwards. And I was he like, falls back and I he was can't like, get up. They have to bring out the crash paddles, dude. He's, I was like, he's... that's how I get off a couch now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, but you're right. But I guess e like either way, I wouldn't call it a tap out because tap out is when like that's from when you physically tap the mat indicating you're out. And you say, I'm done. Yeah, he yeah. didn't tap out. Like I wouldn't call he, it he, that. He KOs. OK, maybe it's double KO. He so, lost, though. So he got his ass handed to he, him. He got he his lost. ass kicked. So. So when they say round two goes to Kong, no, round one goes to Kong and round two, Godzilla beats him in two minutes, two minutes into the second round by KO Godzilla. So right now it's Godzilla two Kong zero as far as full fights go. Right. When you started saying this, I was about to disagree. But what you're saying in the structure of how fights work makes sense. I think that that character was saying the first fight, the second fight, but didn't know the second fight wasn't over yet. But what you're saying makes sense. He's counting the whole movie as a single fight, which that's not how it works. If you move locations, it's a new fight, dummy. That's that guy sucks. <laughs> that, I didn't like this, the three really on the nose, stupid, goofy musical cues for Kong. You didn't like their analogy to structure fighting arenas. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm just saying. So after Godzilla like kicked Kong's ass, he's like, cool, I'm the king of the jungle now. Woo. And he's like taking a victory lap when all of a sudden Mecha Godzilla shows up. And this is like three minutes later. And throughout this Mecha Godzilla Godzilla fight where Godzilla is getting his ass kicked, like dragged through the ground, mm -hmm. thrown around everything. They're trying to defibrillate Kong with like the dumbest defibrillator since Freddy Alvarez's Evil Dead. <laughs> like, I kid you not, this is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen, but fine, fine. Just get Kong back in the action. I rewatched this last night, or at least parts of it. I tried to watch all yeah. the non-fighting parts just to get more of the stupid plot. At the beginning of the movie, the hot, um, the hot corporate girl says something about all the electricity in Las Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. So that like this thing is actually a payoff slash callback to that conversation earlier that I bet nobody remembers from their first viewing because who cares? I mean, yeah, I get it. It's but, stupid, but whatever. So Mechagodzilla shows up at an hour, 31 minutes, and this is a 10 minute fight basically to the end of the movie. We keep cutting back and forth with stupid people bullshit, but Mechagodzilla is now like on his own because the dude who's controlling him got electrocuted with lightning bolts and was like, <laughs> and like fried. Because of the, of the secret power of the ooze of the earth, right? The secret power of the earth is what made Mechagodzilla be able to keep his charge, which is what the corporation was having trouble with. And the yeah. guy, the Asian dude who's controlling Mechagodzilla keeps saying Elon Musk, like, oh no, we don't know about this power. It's untested. He's like, we need to get in there, do this. And then they do it and it like knocks the guy out of the system or whatever, but like, who cares? 
Who cares? Why yeah. Mechagodzilla is now like evil? Like, what is the difference? Like, why did you need a pilot to begin with? Why not just make him do what he did anyway? Well, because they wanted control. Because that's what we like to do yeah, as, as humans. humans. Yeah, as the human element. Okay, fine. The ghost of King Ghidorah inside of Mechagodzilla. Cool. I mean, just saying it sounds. Do cool. they say that? Do they basically? Yeah, they're like he's on his own now. Ghidorah is like controlling it. Like the skull is doing it. So they're trying to like stop the uplink by fake hacking. I was like, if this kid. It hacks this fucking thing. I'm mean, so pissed. And they make jokes. He's like, I learned this at like summer camp in an HTML course. And they're like, what? And he's like, I don't know what I'm doing. I download movies from from the internet. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, like, good. That. I'm so glad that they are not making this kid actually be able to hack him. But his his biggest weakness is apparently high proof liquor. So, but even then, like they throw the liquor in the thing and it sparks out. The computer. But then what is? It doesn't seem to do anything. Correct. Now everything that they've done to infiltrate this like super big tech corporation. <laughs> They've just broken shit. Like there's a yeah. couple times like to get through the door, they just break the door. Like there's a like, a, you know, a, a handprint lock. They just break it and the door opens. Yeah. Can you imagine having a computer that like is responsible for the security of a giant robot? But if you turn the computer off without shutting down properly, the robot goes berserk and just like there's nothing to be done. Like what the fuck? Like that's not how <laughs> I, I'm not. a You know me. I'm not a computer guy. But yeah, they pour this sub this this uh subplot exposition whiskey on it about this dead guy's wife and it says link severed or whatever the fuck it says but mecha godzilla keeps fighting i didn't notice yeah. i noticed him go oh yeah he did a little robocop or a little robocop action <laughs> but nothing <laughs> happened yeah. he still kept fighting he started to lose but he was still fighting i didn't understand what yeah. the, like what did that do which when you get to that point confused him for a moment distracted him briefly that entire subplot if you then just take all the minutes that we spent watching that is literally for not other than showing us information it's the indiana jones he goes everywhere they open the box they die anyway <laughs> could have happened without him a hundred percent like indiana jones fights all the nazis just to get kidnapped and they open the box anyway and then the box kills them this was the same thing they fought their whole way through whiskey didn't do shit god mecha godzilla got wrecked anyway but like at this point mecha godzilla has just ruined godzilla like godzilla's done and he's about to fucking put the finishing move on Godzilla by blasting some red energy beams down his throat. Oh, I do want to say at hour 36, we get the beam clash, which happens in every Godzilla Mecha Godzilla meetup where they both fire beams at each mm -hmm. other at the same time. And they do like the Harry Potter Voldemort. They're all like striking off with beams. That was cool. It was cool. There was also in the previous or the beginning of this fight, I guess, Kong jumps up. And Godzilla blows the beam at him, but he hits him in the axe and yeah. continues to hit him in the axe, slow motion as Kong comes closer. I wasn't quite sure what Godzilla was aiming at there, but like, okay, fine. King Kong jumps on Godzilla's back and my wife goes, his back is made out of spiky axe things. That doesn't seem smart. I was like, you're right. His back sure. is full of axes that he's using now. So King Kong basically just jumped onto a pile of axes. But like you and I could stand on axes and if we distribute our weight, it would be okay. If I jumped off a skyscraper and landed on axes, they'd go right through my body. Mm. Yeah. You're right. This movie sucks. Uh, <laughs> did you notice there was one shot, uh, like you said, a third party, very wide side shot of Godzilla and Mecha Godzilla. Mecha Godzilla was considerably larger. It might have just been one shot in the way it was framed. Mm -hmm. but it looked like Godzilla, uh, Mecha was much bigger. Did you notice that at all? I did feel that he was taller. Yeah. But also, like, again, he doesn't have those like chunky ass legs. So yeah. it could have just been like how he looked. So I think at this point, like at, at, at we see about an hour. Hour and 37 minutes in, Godzilla's on the ground about to get his ass kicked, and then Kong jumps in, and we get some sweet tag.
tag team action. But at this point, I think Godzilla is counting a loss at this point. Like he lost to Mecha Godzilla. He would have died. Yeah, I agree. If Kong hadn't intervened, Godzilla would have lost that fight to Mecha Godzilla. So if we're using the Vegas Sporting Commission Championship title bouts, first article of section B. See, I always forget how much you know about that, but yeah. Godzilla has the belt, right? He beat Kong twice in two title fights, and he has retained the belt. Okay. Mechagodzilla has just whooped his ass, so now Mechagodzilla has the belt, right? That's, okay. That's my thinking so far. Yeah. Kong gets in the mix. We get some tag team action, which is not legal in fights, but whatever. It's fucking cool. You're thinking it's not legal in like six foot fight. That's yes, different. you're right. It must be big. You know, the bigger it gets, the cooler you can do stuff. So Godzilla charges up the axe for him. He's like, yo, bro, you need a light? <laughs> and he got the axe all charged up super blue and he hacks apart Mega Godzilla, severing his head and holding it up to the sky, which also I'm pretty sure like ripping off your opponent's head is grounds for disqualification. But I didn't see no giant referee. <laughs> <laughs> That would be hysterical. Like, you turn to the side and, like, King Caesar's like, all right, I want a good, clean fight. I want you to follow the rules. No cheating. Keep it above the belt. Touch gloves and we can start. Ding, ding. And then, like, fucking Angerus comes out holding the fucking sign with his little... I was going to say, I would say Angerus would be, Angerus is Godzilla's uh, Mickey. Get in there, Zilla. Come on, Gojira. Like, he would be his guy in the corner, don't you think? His corner man. Godzilla's like, cut me, Mickey. Cut me, Godzilla. Cut me, Godzilla. Mecha Angerus. Godzilla, fuck me. Cut me, Angerus. Godzilla, Mecha Godzilla, fuck me up, man. Cut me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Kong has his like deaf girl in the in the back. Like he, she, that's his corner. They're like, just play dead. She's just like, play dead. That's all like, we got. The, she's like, did the bell ring? <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, he fucks him up and cuts off his head and holds it up to the sky, which is great. Which is so cool. I was so pumped by that fight. That's a good and like even though they keep cutting back and forth to stupid shit, it's ten minutes of them fucking shit up and awesome. like a giant tag team fight. Yeah. I have one real and one joke complaint about that. That really is about the movie, but that that fight in, in particular, that that sequence, that fight sequence. Like you said, we're not really focusing now on feeling like a human looking up at Godzilla. We're just third party kind of watching this fight. Right. It was really cool choreography and fight. They use the 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 surrounding elements, the location elements really well and fun. It right. was during the day. It wasn't raining. They weren't, you know, the camera was right there. It wasn't like we were watching it from two states away which we've seen in other Gareth Edward fight scenes and stuff. So it was like really cool Godzilla kaiju fighting, which we don't see a lot now. And, the, you know, Showa and, and and Millennium Eras and stuff like that, we definitely did. But a lot of giant monster movies now, it's like Cloverfield, Shaky Cam, blah, blah, blah. There was a little too much Shaky Cam, and there was definitely, I can't, I, I'll, I'll, I'll reveal something in a second. I can't right now think of the specific things, but there was a couple times where I was like, wait, did the camera just go over that and they went under that and broke through it? Like, how did that, how did the mechanic of what just happened happen and I had to fill in those blanks by myself because it was filmed so quickly and so shaky cam or they tried to make it the camera was so dynamic sometimes where it was like no no just pull back a hundred feet and stay there for four seconds that's all I want to see I forget what I thought one of them was Godzilla a King Kong was on a building and the building fell over while he was standing on it we didn't see it hit we saw like a bird's eye view of King Kong's head as that happened yeah. if I remember correctly and I was like if you showed a, 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 an establishing shot like a wide side angle profile shot of that action it would have been bitching it would have been really cool. cool 
and you don't see the impact. They cut away before it crashes. Yeah. I'm like, what? There was a couple things like that where I was like, that's an odd shot choice that took me out of the actual moment of the fight. It's mm-hmm. a, in, in the scope of things, it's a small criticism because it was awesome and there was plenty of awesome fight and action that I did not feel that about. But, yeah. you know, like Pacific Rim, the second Pacific Rim, I liked a lot more than the first one. The first one... Because you're crazy. The you're first crazy. one, everything happened at night. Everything happened Who cares? Underwater. It looked cool. I fucking like, cool. I feel like if it happened during the day, you'd see more and it would be cooler. And that's why I like the second one. But, but this but one the daytime like, stuff is just, everything is cooler at night. The the battle, the, the Hong Kong clash was so cool because you had all the neon lights and the fighting. I agree with, I agree that that is cool, but I wouldn't say more cool because they, the filmmakers, right or wrong, chose to make the final climactic freeway battle in a city during the day. And I like that they did that. I would have thought it was a cheat if they did it at night. At least a little I mean, bit. it's fine, but everything... <laughs> Tell Daytime me. stuff is always dumber. Look, and it just reminds me of like really? that old school, like just to have the big sky backdrop and like, yeah, like the King Kong, uh, Jet Jaguar, Megalon, Gigon fight was all during the day. And I was like, this would have been way cooler at night. Just cool shit happens at night, mm. man. <laughs> Look me in the eye and tell me that once Mega Godzilla or Mecha Godzilla wasn't defeated, that you didn't feel gypped. That Godzilla and Kong didn't look at each other and give each other a super kaiju high five. Tell me uh, that you did like, and I I didn't think it was going to happen, but also the way the rest of the movie had played out, like we're talking about giant axes and shit, it wouldn't have been completely out of the realm of possibility to have a high five. I mean, since we live in uh, COVID times, I mean, even a fist bump, I would have taken <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> a, little, a little elbow to elbow. I would have taken like a predator, you son of a bitch. Like, you son it, of a, that would have been awesome. Been so stupid but everything else was so stupid anyway uh, but it would have been awesome I, I can send you so many gifts of Godzilla doing like a little dance he's like no you're yeah. not jumping in the air like doing a little safety dance Kent and I just watched that one at this point Godzilla walks away leaving Kong with the belt because Godzilla had the belt Mecha Godzilla beats him takes the belt and then Kong kills Mecha Godzilla gets the belt so at the end of the day here's my count Godzilla has a better record but currently doesn't have the belt and he's okay with that because he knows he's the better fighter that's my takeaway from the fight I wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree i guess like to me belts don't mean shit if you and i were because i don't yeah watch, but you'd don't want one oh, if I there would, was would, a belt I, you'd I would, want I would, yeah. I would get it that's the that's the thing i, I but what if it. your record wasn't the best it would be i wouldn't i mean if i wanted a belt i wouldn't stop till i get it the thing that i always think about is like me and you or you know not you but me and you in a parking lot who wins it doesn't matter who the judges say won. If I can kick your ass, I can kick your ass. It doesn't matter if it's recognized by the governing body of fighting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so to me, Godzilla is for sure the alpha. King Kong doesn't have a fucking chance. Enchanted acts or no, he doesn't hold a chance. Godzilla yeah. will thrash him. And I yep. took that at the end, Godzilla being like, I didn't think about your title thing and that blah, 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 blah. Because Mecha Godzilla wouldn't have gotten destroyed without Godzilla, for sure. King Kong could have done that alone for it was sure. my justification for anybody who thinks that king kong won anyone that thinks king kong won is an idiot like, like <laughs> <laughs> I, it, it's interesting i thought it was an interesting like all kidding aside i thought it was an interesting choice to end it that way because yeah. it is they said going into this movie that there will be a victor someone will fall i think they said and like godzilla standing on king kong's chest is pretty definitive oh, to me godzilla won the only fights, way yeah. that could really be overturned is if god if king kong got up and thrashed godzilla after that but like yep. you said still godzilla has more points at that point so even if that happened it would at most break even but it was the classic comic book team up 
Spawn versus Batman. They show up. They fight. Mm-hmm. Spawn is going to destroy Boy. Batman with the snap of his finger. But Batman does throw a batarang into his face, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So, but <laughs> so then Spawn then is they stronger, team up. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but then this, they team up and, awesome. they, and they beat the bad guy. Yeah, it was great. I thought it was really fun, really awesome. Um, and and, and the funny thing is, not to bring it back to real sports, but there is an actual fighter who has this guy Godzilla issue. Nobody's ever beat him, but he can't wait maintain the belt because he always gets busted for outside of the ring antics and they take his belt away so like he's never been beaten but he doesn't have the belt and it will like, yeah, so always like, be the, the commission doesn't recognize that guy as the top yeah. he's the alpha alpha doesn't wear a belt that's the thing john bones jones crazy bones jones is like one of the greatest pound for pound fighters fighters to ever step in the ring but outside of the ring he's a jackass and keeps getting his belts taken away did so you ever see like, the fight he was in where that other guy hit him in the leg with an axe and then he pulled <laughs> the axe out with his face and threw it <laughs> threw it at the him other guy. <laughs> uh no but that brings me to my next point why do we need a movie or a show that has any exposition why can't we just watch a kaiju fight, <laughs> fight. like we watch an MMA fight. I tune in, I turn it on, and they have fighting, and there's no story in between. The story is what badass fighters they are. That's all I need. Can I? Can somebody make this for me <laughs> so I can just tune in, be like, like instead of being like Saturday night, it's fight night. It's like Saturday night, kaiju night. We're gonna watch them fuck up uh, Toronto, and it's this you know giant badass film battle without any of the exposition. Could you make it an hour and a half long though? No, I would make okay. it thirty minutes long okay. because that's okay. all the fighting yeah. I need. Because I was gonna say you can't. I don't think you could make a movie that way but you can make a snippet i'd be on board for that so here's a a couple things i do uh, do you want me to get into because that brings me really close to my to my smash ratio do you want me to get into smash ratio now or do you want me to talk about the uh, i have three other points i want to make about this movie i want to get into the the smash ratio but i'll come around to it because here's a couple things i want to say are you disappointed even though it's fucking stupid i'm a little disappointed that somebody from the scooby crew didn't get to put on the helmet and pilot mechagodzilla never thought of it now that you say it yes disappointed (laughs) right like the whole time i was like i'm gonna be mad if they if one of those kids puts that helmet on and and is the it wins with Mega Godzilla, but I'm also gonna be mad if they don't do it. So I was in a very torn. Oh, see, state. I thought it would be like silly, like it, they'd put it on and his head would turn around backwards and he'd walk, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you know, fall down the stairs and like the mop falls over. <laughs> that wouldn't be that bad. Yeah, the mop falls Still, on his head. <laughs> whoa, whoa, you know, yeah. <laughs> Godzilla does a drop kick and goes. Yeah, uh, you know Could what? Be I cool. do, you know what? I actually do feel gypped about what that there was no end credit scene. There was no oh, like scene a post. The yeah, there wasn't even like a fake one like that. Like happens a couple minutes into the credits. Here's what it should have been: rolling the credits, and then suddenly it cuts to the uh, the King Ghidorah skull, and it like glows extra red or something. Like like you're like, oh, King Ghidorah is still alive because I want Mecha King Ghidorah so bad. So he- here's another thing I want to bring up, and this is a weird aside, but not enough boobs. I was thinking the same thing. Uh, no, it's why do we name Hurricane Grandma names? It's like Hurricane Edna. <laughs> yeah, and why don't we name them like kaiju names? Why can't we have like Hurricane Gigant? I was gonna, that was that was going to be my go-to also. It's so destructive. Hedora, Hedora yeah. is an awesome hurricane name. It's like, oh man, my house. I lost my house in Kumanga. It was so destructive. It was so terrible. But like, we don't name kaijus like Kaiju. Kaiju Irma Ethel. came through. Yeah, <laughs> Kaiju Ethel. Totally destroyed. The- Can you imagine if they're like, oh no, here comes Ethel. Yeah. She's going to... 
making landfall on Hong Kong. Ethel versus Ethel versus Greg. Is, at the beginning, the podcasters in the the facility, and it's like warning: this is a Titan emergency. This is not a joke. It's like warning: this is a Titan emergency. Gladys is coming this way. Gladys is coming this way. <laughs> Seek shelter. Here comes Launch Bob. Mercedes. <laughs> Mecca Mercedes. <laughs> Mecca Ethel is destroying. Mecca Eileen would be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Imogene. Mecca Imogene. Yeah. Uh, Oh, so dumb. Yeah. Yeah. We name hurricanes stupid shit. Why don't we name them cool things that are like kaijus? Come on. We got to do this. Destroyer or like, you know, world ender. Like at least, yeah, make it something cool. Make it something cool. I mean, obviously they're destructive and people die and that's not funny, but. It's happening anyway. Yeah. We can make it cooler than it is or at least sound like I think people who are like, I'm going to ride Irma out. And it's like, you guys are idiots. The people who just like, I'm going to ride this out. And you're like, your house is going to be destroyed. You could die. And they're like, I'm stubborn. I'm not leaving my house. If it was called something much scarier, that's like, you sure you don't want Skullfucker to come and destroy you? And they're like, oh, I'm afraid of Skullfucker. We I better get out of here. <laughs> I am not riding Hurricane Skullfucker out. We better leave right now. People would, like, everybody would listen to evacuation orders. But when you call it Irma, you're like, I had a great aunt named Irma. I'm not afraid of shit. Like, seriously, I think it would, I think it would benefit us. <laughs> What's the worst she's going to do? Make the guest room smell like old people? (laughs) I want to talk about the smash score. I am creating a metric for how to watch Godzilla movies so that I want to create a database when somebody's like, I want to watch a Godzilla movie that's low on talkie talkie, high on smashy smashy, and to know which battles to go for. There is no metric right now. There isn't like a smash score. So I've created one. And I watched this movie, and every time fighting was happening on screen, I, I hit my timer, okay? And then when it was people talking, I stopped my timer. There were 29.5 minutes of full-on fighting in this movie. Now, when you say fighting, Total. do you mean those are two titans or, or kaiju fighting, or it could be one kaiju fucking something up? I also included the scene where Godzilla makes landfall and everybody's screaming, running, like, like big monster action. Okay, big monsters. Got it. When the big monster's on screen menacing something, not when he's just on a boat, not when he's like talking to a little girl, not, yeah, yeah, not when they're doing any of that crap, like just menacing. There's 29.5, let's call it a, let's round it up and even 30 minutes of smashing. The movie is 1.53, an hour and 53 minutes. So that's 113 minutes long. So 30 minutes at 113 minutes is a 26% smash score. Look at you, professor. I can't math. Somebody's going to be like, that's not how math, that's not right at all. Yeah. So (laughs) 26% of this movie is smashing fighting action, which in your opinion, 26% doesn't sound like a lot to me, but in your opinion, does this movie have a pretty good amount of fighting ratio? Yeah. Okay. My cousin was like, it was only meh. And I was like, what was meh about it? He was like, there's not enough fighting. I was like, I wouldn't have said that. There could always be more. I could make the argument there could always be more. Sure. But I didn't I did not come out of that being like not enough. Shin Godzilla had not enough. Shin Godzilla had much not enough. Even yeah. like um even Megalon had not enough. There's some Showa era shit and stuff that didn't have enough. This had plenty. Megalon makes up for it with the most oh, some boy. of the most stupid people we've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> The the two scientists, robot scientists who you could say lovers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the night, and their little boy. Lovers. It's yeah. great, yeah. I, you know. I, I love them. <laughs> And the silly aliens, those that shit's great. But like the oh, fight God. scenes, silly aliens, and just a quick aside: silly aliens in Godzilla movies are one of my favorite trope of Godzilla movies, oh especially my God. the ones yes. who have the little bl- the little glasses, and the Monster really, Zero ones, really yeah. cockroaches. 
I fucking yeah. it just it's like awesome. It's almost like they were like, let's also put aliens in it. And you're like, as a kid, you're like, that's fucking great. <laughs> yeah. Like destroy all monsters. It's like they have mind control over Godzilla. And you're like, what? Okay, cool. <laughs> all right. Sure. Time traveling and 1993's uh, Godzilla versus King Ghidorah. That's they're like, so we're going to travel back in time and erase Godzilla that's just so we can have King Ghidorah be in charge. And they're like, cool. All right. Great. All right. <laughs> So, yeah, we have a 26 smash score for uh, Godzilla versus Kong. I need to start going back and watching it, but here's how you do it. So wait, 26 is the percent. So smash score is the percent of minutes of total runtime of what, yep. what are fighting. And- so if you want to get in on this, you want to help me catalog the smash scores for the Godzilla movies. I'm going to start, you know, I'm going to have to start watching these and stuff. If you're watching a Godzilla movie, get out your little timer and you hit start when there's fighting and you hit stop when it's not fighting and you just keep adding on. You just let that thing go and you figure out how many minutes of Godzilla action there are on screen and that 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 will we'll, we'll make a we'll make a catalog we'll eventually get through them all what about when you're watching like Kong of Skull Island or whatever the Praia Mantis Godzilla one was revenge or whatever where oh, it's yeah. not Godzilla or Kong it's not a principle but there's some sort of giant mayhem smashing M- menacing happen. yeah okay. any any sort of smashing like cool if the Ibera, cool yeah if okay. the Ibera's smashing the city up you know right, the big right. crowd you know smashing shit up and Godzilla's not there yet that still counts because it's it's stuff that is not people yammering or people doing bullshit. Like I would even count the cartoon in in the Hidora? Spong Monster. Yeah, <laughs> I would still I would count that too because it's like, hey, whoa, it's not people talking. Yeah. This is or the different. sludge coming through the city and just leaving skeletons. Yes, exactly. Okay. So like, cool. it, it it needs to be when when you are engaged with it as a kaiju mm-hmm. movie and not like tuned out because it's people yammering. That and can, I think that I've can said be this before, but like I grew up with Godzilla, Showa era yep. Godzilla. I watched that shit all the time. All and the time. As a kid, you never or rarely watch watch a movie, right? You usually play with your toys and watch a movie. And Godzilla, you play with your toys during certain parts of it, blah, blah, blah parts. And there's certain parts where you stop playing or you put your toys down and you watch the TV. Essentially, you're saying you're watching the TV parts are the parts that we're counting for the Smash. The Smash score. The smash score. Yeah, that's what we're trying to do. And like, to this movie's credit, like I said, Godzilla shows up at an hour and 16 minutes to Hong Kong and it's pretty much fighting nonstop from an hour and 16 to the end of the movie. You did science this out, huh? And and, and yes, they keep cutting back and forth between people like, oh, let's defibrillate Kong. Oh, we're, we're waking up Mechagodzilla. There's some bullshit in there, no doubt. Mm. But from an hour 16 to an hour 53, uh, basically an hour 41, you got 10 minutes of credits, let's be fair. 10 minutes of boring credits that we've discussed. I mean, that's 30 minutes of fighting, man. It's 30 minutes of, of, a, of a pretty decent battle. I, I can't. The plot was stupid. The acting was terrible. The directing was stupid. The plot was stupid. But it was great. It was a fun movie. Yeah. I, I'm, uh, I watched it again mostly last night to try to watch some of the plot stuff. They're, like I, I actually fast forwarded through most of the monster stuff. And can I drop Can I drop our idea or, or what we got coming? Yeah. Yeah, Guys, yeah, yeah. Do it. We, the launch pad, the Rocketeers, we're going to watch the movie together and do a commentary, a live commentary. So you guys can watch it with our commentary, which I'm sure you're all dropping what you're doing right now to put that on the calendars. But like, it'll be fun to watch it together and, and, and hopefully you guys will laugh at our shit and we'll make some observations because it'll be at least the second or third time that both of us have seen it, right? So Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be pretty cool. We'll be able. I'll definitely. There's plenty of jokes that I made in the theater that I need to share with you guys. Oh, you got to see it in the movie theater. Oh yeah, I actually went to a movie theater. I was like maybe. 
five other people in the whole theater, double masked. I sat significantly far away from everybody. I went, at, it was a 1250 show. So there's like, it was still during like schools where I'm in Los Angeles. Schools haven't opened yet. So kids were home, I guess, but it was still like school time. And I'm a teacher, so I left early. <laughs> but like, it was cool. And it was, I'm so happy that I did that. It like means something to me now, you know, um, because I watched it last night on HBO Max and it is definitely not same. Like, I'm happy that I actually saw it in the theater. Um, but I did make jokes in the theater to myself, but I will tell you guys, I will tell you those jokes. And I laughed a lot. It was like Geostorm level of like, wait for someone to say a line and then laugh out loud and kind of look around the theater and be like, why aren't the rest of you idiots laughing? Did you hear what yeah. that guy just said? Yeah, it's so fucking dumb. Hollow Earth crafts, Hollow Earth aerial vehicles. They're calling them that. <laughs> so stupid. <Explain> that. <laughs> Um, the director, let's see, Adam Wingard, is that his name? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's his name. Adam Wingard, you know what else this guy directed? I do, but I don't. What? Uh, he did a couple segments of the VHS movies, which are fun. A couple segments of ABCs of Death, which are fun. Mm -hmm. The Guest, which you and I both really like. Dude, I randomly thought about The Guest during that movie. Oh, you know why? Uh, when they steal that van, not steal the van, but they take the brother's van, they start to drive in the van. The music that starts kicking on right then is an immediate, like, reminded me of the music from The Guest. When they steal the van, it's Judas Priest? No, that's when he pulls up in the van. Oh, when yeah, she yeah. takes the van and is like, we're going to go do this, and they start driving, it's like this thumping bass that's, like, very similar to the 80s synth score of The yeah. Guest. Yeah, he did The Guest, then he... He also did Your Next, which is a pretty decent like yeah. home invasion slasher movie. I didn't like that, though. I started it after I watched The Guest, and I was like, it's too different from The Guest, and I don't like home invasion movies anyway. And I was like, eh. It's the best of the home invasion movies for me to like. I don't like home invasion at all, and this yeah. one was like, oh, I like this movie. Mm. It was good. All right. Then he did a, the shitty Blair Witch remake and Death Note, which was a crappy adaptation of a of much anime? better anime. Yeah. Mm. The anime is good. The yeah. movie was not good. And then he got Godzilla vs. Kong, which I'm like, he did zero giant monster movies or disaster movies. How'd they give him Godzilla vs. Kong? It is funny when you look at that shit like it's one thing when you watch someone chart like you know like jj abrams got star wars you're like i can see why that would happen but yeah stuff yeah. like this where you're like i'm not saying he's a bad director I actually like his direction i like his movies but how, what what was his picture how did he say you know what i am the guy for this but he did it yeah i think he did a good job not yeah, that i think king job. kong versus godzilla is like fucking gone with the wind but like you could fuck it up and you could fuck it up easy but i thought this was like how could this let's do this let's do this as like a little exercise how could this have been better and i don't mean don't change plot but like what was missing or what was not enough or what was too much don't change plot don't say like the kids could have driven the monster i guess like maybe you maybe you could do that but don't nitpick what 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 was missing like all joking aside i wouldn't even say like a sexual element or boobs and i love like i love looking at boobs in a movie but like i'm fucking 39 like i don't care as much about boobs as i did when i was 16 other than just making the, the people element better you could i you could have still had them sneak in just have the danger be there like have it feel like that is a task and not just like whoop whoop we just walked right into this fucking you think that would have made it a better experience viewing experience for you it would have made me not be like this is fucking stupid every time they were on screen yeah oh uh, see i think the scooby-doo level of fucking stupid and my friend barry was like that movie was dumb he's like it was dumb none of it made sense the subplots didn't add up to anything and i listened to what he said and i was like i agree with everything you just said yeah, it was i said it was delightfully dumb for me I, yeah. I just was like this is fucking funny watch the original godzilla versus kong it's, it's way oh, worse than this. Yeah. <laughs>
It totally King Kong is. barely looks like they had the budget to put the fur on the suit. It, it looks, looks like they terrible. From his feet, and by the time they got to his face, they were like, "This has to be done tomorrow," and we're out of money. Like, just yeah. finish the face with whatever face you can find. I got spit and some newspaper, and they're like, "Good, make it work." I have a prototype face of Donnie Darko rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> I will say the practical buildings in any Godzilla movie is still more impressive to me than any of the digital buildings. Yeah, that's I agree in this with that. There's something to that, right? Yeah. And it's, I, I get it. You can't do the whole thing practical, but if they had one building that was like real that they threw a CGI monster into and the real building collapsed, that would have looked better than all CG. You know what I even would have settled for? I mm. would have settled for a insert shot of a Godzilla arm hitting or a, like a Kong foot hitting something. You know what I mean? Like, when you watch like King Kong 33 and you see like, uh, you know, the stop motion puppet look down and stamp his foot and it cuts to a human looking up and then a giant prop foot crushing him. Yeah. Uh, the realism of that is fine with me. So even if you did that on a miniature scale, I'd be happy. But here's one thing I will say. In Pacific Rim, there are several shots that were meticulously created to be real and practical and they did it. And people, I thought they were CG. I did not know there's a scene where the arm smashes through a building and then stops and then flicks the uh, the little clacker balls. That was practical. The arm smashing through, the, and I all thought I thought that had to have been 100% CGI. I don't even remember that, but I'll have to. It's really cool. But so it's like even when they do put in that work, I don't believe it. So it's yeah, that's, like, uh, that's true. But I guess that's a that's yeah. a a, a, um, a compliment to the, the, those who did it, right? Who worked on that? Did it that good? Yeah, and it looked awesome. I mean, I, I love this movie. It, don't get me wrong. Everything that we say we're joking about, it's like, I still watch it again. And it, it, I'm excited. I like the delightfully stuff. Like, I wouldn't change any of that because it was it was fun, stupid. But fun I agree. Stupid. You could you could have made it like there are some Godzilla kaiju movies that are not as dumb. Granted, you don't care as much about the people part. And really, the best people part movie of a Godzilla movie, you're still just waiting for Godzilla to show up. But, sure. you know, I think I'd almost rather just have fun. Yeah. Godzilla King of the Monsters, I still think I like better as a movie just because I like the fight scenes better but this is them? this was like what about them is better they're just bigger anytime I have Mothra King Ghidorah and Rodan fighting in a scene like fucking yeah, great that's true. like and King Ghidorah is one of my all-time favorites so to see him on screen period is fucking great I love Mega Godzilla, so having him here was cool if the design was better but like this movie had really good fight scenes but the last movie even though this this flowed better and was probably a more entertaining movie some of the fight scenes pound for pound if I had to add them up it's like mm, maybe the King, God King Ghidorah uh, Mothra Godzilla fight in Boston is better in my opinion but I don't mm. know you know I, I I need to watch it again see I gotta I gotta watch it to get the smash score so did we'll see did you wish Mecha Godzilla started like he did in the Cosmic Monster like a Terminator Godzilla where he had the Godzilla skin <laughs> yeah yeah, totally. I of course. When the first couple times you saw Godzilla, did you think it was Mecha Godzilla in a? No, skin? I I knew he, I knew he wasn't because you read spoilers and shit. No, I just I, I could tell because because they showed the eye naked and Godzilla was smashing shit up. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's true. At, at the very beginning when they showed the eye, I was like Mecha Godzilla's coming, so I knew I knew right from the get go. Unless they could do a cool switcheroo where like at that moment Godzilla got swallowed up into the secret base and we swapped him with Mecha Godzilla. We had to go into and the then, secret vortex that only goes from from Antarctica. Arctica up, but if you go down yeah. or left from China, it's fine. It's fine. You end up in Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just climb there. Yeah, it just makes a whole bunch of Bugs Bunny jokes suddenly make sense. Where he's like digging <laughs> to China, and he comes back with like a racist hat and like Chinese food. That's a and you're dog like, should have came out of the hole with <laughs> giant pair of chopsticks instead of the axe. <laughs>
Oh boy. Well, guys, let us know what you thought. And and check out well, like when we do this, we will do this. It'll be out in probably a month. We'll do it. Um, check it out. Yeah, let us know what you thought of this movie. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Launchpad Pod and our website, launchpadpod.com. Check us out on YouTube. Check us out getting super fucking excited yeah, about this movie. You should show our shirts, right? Like here, here's my shirt for this. It's a print of all these friggin' different kaiju from all different Godzilla movies. Rumi, Rumi's got a badass shirt too. Is that from a different, a specific movie or just all different kaiju? It's just all the different monsters. It's got like all of them on here except for King Kong has basically every monster he ever fought through all the way through the Millennium series. So nice. freaking great. Man, super fun. I'm so glad we got to do this. This is great. I'm so glad you liked it but at the same time like it, it, it's it's liking it for you in a way that I was like that that does feel like Matt, well, Matt I mean, level it was of like, like I expected. It was stupid as shit and <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like, I do have the, the couple gripes. Like, I wish this some of the cinematography of the fights were a little bit different, and I could yeah. not stand. There's three really music cues for Kong, and it's just like, I mean, at least you did it. It was that moment he went to Blockbuster, yeah. and... Yeah, well, it's just like, uh, and I'm watching... I hate, how much I hate songs that have words in them. Ugh. Well, I'm watching... Well, it just, I don't like... To me, it feels like a crutch. It feels like they're like, you know what will really get people to like this scene? If, if it has words music. in the song? No, if we put this music in that will re- re- elicit a reaction on purpose because our scene can't do it without that. I feel you know what it is? I feel like that I didn't in this movie I didn't need Kong to look at camera and go, Yeah, I know he face. was fucking sad. I like they showed us look at snow and then he looked away and I was like, he doesn't like to be there. You didn't then need him to go, I knew. <sighs> I feel like when you have a Yeah, but that's cool not the same scene, of having fucking Judas Priest on when somebody rolls up in a van. No, that's fine. What I didn't like was like all the kitschy 70s music in Kong Skull Island during the helicopter scene. Because all you're doing is being like, you remember all those Vietnam movies you liked? We're like them. And I'm like, no, you're not. You're ripping them off. I guess that's my problem is it feels like a ripoff. Yeah, the beginning of this movie, he's just ripping off Guardians of the Galaxy, which you also hated. God, I hate it when Redbone comes on and they play Come and Get Your Love from 1974. Come and get your love. Hate it. Rumi hates it when music has words in it. I've tried to think about why I... No, it's not that I hate it when I have words. I'm trying to think about why I hate it sometimes and why I don't hate it other times. I think because sometimes that is part of a sequence or a series or a style that a director or a movie or a production is going for. And I think other times they're like, there's nothing to delineate what's happening in our script from the next script like this. So let's set it in the 90s because people like the 90s. And there's nothing contextually that makes that worth it for me. It's just like, hey, remember Blockbuster Video? Well, she's in a Blockbuster Video for this scene. And you're like, I I wish my eye roll made a noise. It's the Family Guy equation of just like, hey, remember when Optimus Prime was Jewish robot? You're like, but that's, it's kind of funny, but like, it's not, it's not a joke. It's just a, a Call back to something we all remember. I think we can end on the fact that we both don't like Family Guy. How about that? <laughs> Who did you want to win, Godzilla or Kong? Uh, I'm Godzilla all day. Yeah, I never true. cared I don't about know. Kong. I, I never just watched 33 Kong. Godzilla, uh, 33 Kong again, and it's just they're great movies, fucking great movies. And you and I both love the Peter Jackson Kong movie. It's great, but I don't care about King Kong because he makes you feel things. We're like, oh, I feel bad for the monster. I like a movie where I'm like, yeah, fuck that building fuck up. up. <laughs> <laughs> I hate buildings too. <laughs> Get them. Like, even the first Godzilla is a little rough because you're like, oh, man, I feel things. Oh, man. But you then, don't really like, feel for Godzilla, but you feel for all the people. All the people. It makes you think about, oh, wow. That we bombed. Yeah, yeah. dropping bombs on people is bad. But then, like, by the time you get to, like, Godzilla smashing up King Ghidorah and, like, Kumongo the spiders crawling over the, the fucking mountain, I'm like, yeah, fuck them up. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Get them. 
you know, this movie, that's that's what this movie was good at. Even though I felt for Kong, I felt for Kong, but then I was like, yeah, he got his ass kicked, so cool. <laughs> <laughs> he threw that axe at him. He ripped off a rotating restaurant on the top of a big building and threw it like <laughs> yeah, a discus yeah. into Godzilla's shield face. and then threw yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. How many people do you think were inside that restaurant eating when he did that? <laughs> at least a hundred? Check, please. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine on the news they're like, and they threw the lovers the the lovers uh, restaurant from the top of the thirtieth floor, and some husband's like, "See, you wanted to go there for your birthday, aren't you glad? Aren't you glad I was late?" And he's like, "See, we would have been dead. <laughs> you never take me anywhere nice. You never take me anywhere. Yeah, because King Kong throws everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you thinking lobster? I'm thinking Burger King." <laughs> Yeah, he's like, no Burger King's got crushed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's blast this thing off. All right. <laughs> we're the Rocketeers and we're out. Someone found you because they know how much bleach you used and where you purchased it. <laughs> Stupid. And that guy goes, he goes, I'll tell you where he lives if you buy a fish. And it cuts to them in his front door with no fish. You're like, what? Why was that a line then? Fucking stupid. As long as they didn't go, as long as no music with words and they didn't go to a blockbuster. Fine. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff.